Hey, we have an amazing event coming up, the Expert Advantage Workshop Series, where every day for a week, starting on Monday, May 20th, it's myself and another expert coming on to present to you about various kinds of things to help you with your brand and your business. Our brand new experts and residents in pro are gonna be there to co-host these workshops with me, and you're not gonna wanna miss it. You'll have a chance to ask all of them questions, and it's completely free to join. All you have to do is go to smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. On Monday, May 20th, Amy Nelson's gonna come on, and we're gonna talk social media, but specifically how to drive revenue and connect with important stakeholders that matter to you in your business using social media. The next day, we have Noshin Chen, and she's gonna lead a presentation about how to become a better communicator, how to increase those skills faster, because that's gonna help you not just connect with new people, new clients, but also get your idea across better. Ton of takeaways in that presentation. And all you have to do to sign up and join and get all the links that you need is smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Again, one more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Join us on our Expert Advantage workshop series. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1,197 of Ask Pat 2.0. We are closing in on 1,200 episodes here of Ask Pat, and that's insane. What's also insane and insanely cool is that this entire month, we've been interviewing and bringing back people who've been on the show and had been coached one time before or, or a few times before. Today, we are speaking with Jake Goslin, who has been on the show a couple times. So we've gotten to sort of see his journey from creating a membership program and his offerings. And last time we were discussing, okay, well, how do I potentially offer a high ticket item on top of my membership and my courses and stuff? You can find him at Churchfront. Dot com. Again, his name is Jake Goslin. He helps lead gospel-centered and tech-savvy worship. So he helps you if you have a church and you're looking to do it in and in, you know learn the tech behind that. He has a really popular YouTube channel under the same name, Church Front. And he's also started something new. And that's one thing we talk about today because he's got the business going pretty well now. And you'll hear just how his offerings for his high-ticket items went. Blew me away. It's gonna blow you away. And then he's starting something new and he references the thing that I started new recently, which is a YouTube channel about Pokemon. And we go back and forth and jam on ideas and how to make sure we don't sort of bleed into things that we shouldn't and allocate our time appropriately and still be there for our business and our families and stuff. So a lot of great stuff happening here in this episode. And I cannot thank Jake enough for coming back to give us an update because wow, what an update it is. So Jake Goslin from churchfront.com and his new YouTube channel, which is just his name, Jake Goslin. You'll hear more about it in a minute. Here we go. Jake, welcome back to Ask Pat. Thanks for uh, joining us uh, for a third time here on the show. Welcome back. Thanks. So great to be here, Pat. So you've been on a couple times before. Your business at Churchfront has gone through, you know, over the years, several evolutions, right? And so the last time we chatted, we talked about specifically going from, you know, the membership stuff to more higher ticket stuff. And I'm curious to see what has happened since then. Do you recall a little bit of the last conversation, what we talked about and, and kind of what did you do with that? Yeah, I spent some time this morning just kind of listening through that conversation. That was about almost exactly two years ago uh, when we had that conversation. And yeah, boy, things have changed and grown, uh, continue to grown. And I just wanted to, again, I, I know I say this every time I talk to you, but I don't know if you you realize like how exponential your impact is doing what you do to help 
entrepreneurs because then our our businesses keep growing and helping a ton of other people, you know, beyond just smart passive income, right? So that that man, I'm just like I just want to encourage you because it it's been insane. The past two years, 2019, that's when we pivoted to offering high ticket program, which is a combination of basically people get access to the online courses we've built and that library has continued to grow and get better. And we just keep refining that product over time. Then they get coaching access to our team. So we're really getting in the weeds with people helping them out in their worship ministry. At the end of 2019, getting that coaching program off the ground, it worked. We started with a, I think it was like a $2,500 offer. Then we moved to $2,800. In 2020, it was $3,800. And now in 2021, it's $4,800 program because we just doubled since that first iteration and it's really helped us scale in a really healthy way as a business. So back when we talked last, it was myself and one other full-time video editor helping me out. And now it's uh, our team is including me, five full-time team members and then one part-time team member and then like a contractor here or there. And we're about to 2021, we should, well, well, the past couple of years, we pretty much doubled every year revenue. And then 2021, we should crack seven figures this year. Jake, congratulations. And that's sick. That is so cool. Yeah. And, and what's more exciting, it's like I use bare metrics for my like to see customers like where they're from or just like all the customer subscription data and payment data. And they have a map feature that shows like the whole globe of like where all your customers are from. And that map, like over the past like four years, five years of building this, now it has over 12,000, almost 13,000 customer dots all around the globe. So it's just like fascinating uh, to to just reflect on that. And that's what I mean. When I tell you like, you, it's it's hard for you to even probably fathom just the impact you're making kind of on a second or third order consequence of the work that you do. And yeah, it's just been a, such a fun ride. So I mean, I, I do have questions today about kind of what's what's next and love to get your insight. The high ticket thing, it's worked well. And really what we're doing now, it's a blend of, you know, I'd say maybe a, a third of our revenue is from the high ticket program. Probably another 25% is from the subscriptions option because we, we actually realized that our market needs some options of what's best for them, depending on budget, level of access, and amount of help they need for them. So we've just really refined our offerings to be on the low end. We have, you know, we have like a $47 front end course that a lot of people, that's their first introduction to us. And then we have that $97 a month subscription option where they can just get course access only. Then we have a our, our highest ticket offer that I told you about, that's $4,800 where they get basically six months of unlimited access to my team. It's pretty crazy what we can do helping people remotely over Zoom. And they get life, life they get lifetime access to the courses and stuff too. And then we have kind of a mid-tier option that's like $1,500. That's like a blend of, they get the courses and group coaching calls for like a limited time, like three months, basically. So we just kind of found it's like, at the end of the day, it's all kind of the same product, but it's really just kind of different levels of access to the same product. So it, it keeps our our operations and in, in product development and fulfillment still very simple and focused on the same thing. That's fascinating. I love it. I have, I have a question about that. But first, I want to reference what you mentioned earlier about impact. Now you are making an impact and you have this sort of ripple effect, right? And somebody had an effect on me. Like I'm just paying it forward. I'm trying to do my part. So are you, so are your students. And so we're kind of all in this together, right? So this is, this is why I love it so much. And 
thank you so much for saying that because that's just this is why I do what I do to be a part of that journey with everybody. Uh, thank you. On the multiple offers, how do you organize that in a way where a person like how does a person know which offer to get into first? How are you creating that customer journey so it's not like, or maybe it, it is just a page that says, here are the different ways you could work with us. Choose your own adventure. How are people getting to know where to work with you? Probably one of our most effective lead generation mechanisms is selling a $47. It's a beginner sound training course for worship ministries because they, they need they have a lot of volunteers that are trying to run a mixing console for the first time, right? So that's like our most popular need. And that's just a Facebook ad that we run. And it's kind of like, yeah, people are like, I need help with sound. They buy it, right? And that kind of introduces us to our whole or introduces them to our whole ecosystem of what we do. And this is something we're trying to refine more and more is like, okay, we can kind of acquire a customer for the first time with a pretty really affordable product for pretty much anybody who wants it. And then once they get in, they often ask us about upgrading because they have a course within this library and they see the rest of our course library and they're like, how do we get it? And and we actually, part of it's because I haven't invested much into like software development on our website to make it fancy, but part of it's also kind of a sales strategy to be like, talk to someone real to find out what you actually need for your next steps. So whether that might be our subscription it might be the the more intensive coaching program that we have. So we do a lot of sales calls. Like today, I have a full-time sales advisor. Like today, he's on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. Like he's on about eight 30-minute calls today. And that's a good like full day. Some of those people want to upgrade from something they bought. Some of them are just kind of cold inbound applications that come in. And we just take it by case by case. And that person's on your team? Yep. Like full-time? Yeah, he's, he's full-time on, on the team and... I'd say he's like 25% salary, 75% plus commission, kind of the model we we have for his his compensation. But all the other full-time team members are just normal full-time salary. But yeah. That's cool. On the $47 product, is that essentially net zero in terms of you know money you're spending on ads and then money you make back on that? Like basically that's just there to generate leads. Is that how it works? Yeah, I put like $200 a day right now into that. And sometimes I put more. Um, definitely breaks even. And then because it does have, it's got one of those funnels where, okay, you buy the course, you're checking out. It's like, hey, well, here's the next step, more advanced training. Do you want to add that for a discounted price? So it could be a, a $47 checkout or it could be a... Um, close to almost $500 if they want the more advanced one. So on days where people do take that up, then it's actually, it is really profitable on the front end. And then we have a bunch of other courses from our YouTube traffic because we have we have 175 YouTube subscribers now too. So that's just generating a lot of our leads all day long. People will buy other basic trainings that we have. They're just, again, good entry points that like, it just meets like the immediate need that we know our market's looking for right now. The other one, dude, this is the other thing about last year crazy year, 2020, right? And for our, it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of scary for our market too, because like churches all had to, they, they couldn't meet to worship, right? For, for a while. But the thing is, it's like they all needed help with live streaming, right? So that was a huge catalyst for our business because for the past three years, I've been kind of building this brand around I'm the worship tech guy for small to mid-sized churches needing help with this stuff. That's why they came to us last year. So, so that, I mean, that's kind of just, fortunate luck, the timing of that all. And it just really did accelerate the growth of everything. So people bought our beginner live streaming courses and we, de we developed a ton of content around that. 
I'm looking up on YouTube and I want to correct you. You said 175 subscribers. It's 175,000 subscribers, by the way. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, 75,000. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so people know, like this is legit. Check out Churchfront on YouTube to check this out. I typed in Churchfront to go and find it. And then the first thing that popped up was Churchfront. And then, you know, the autofill thing. The next thing was Churchfront live stream. So you're definitely like people are looking for help on that probably. And and like you're showing up, you're you're doing that. You got the great uh, video quality as I can see here. And just people see that and they're like, I want that, right? Like, I want to do it like that. That's really cool. So what's coming next? You said there were some questions you had. I'd love to support you on the next leg of your journey. The next phase for me is it's a lot of it's kind of refinement and optimization of systems that we've done most of the most of the heavy lifting of building. And part of it too is my own, like I've I've been going so hard the past four to five years to get this thing going and now it's going and, and I have a team that can really operate maybe 80% of the business without me. And, and right now I'm just doing, I, I'm kind of still the lead of like marketing strategy, making YouTube content and this stuff I like. I'm not doing sales calls. I'm not doing coaching calls. I still make courses. I still like doing that too, right? You're doing exactly what I'm doing in, in my business. You know, I have, I have 13 full-time and I'm the talent, if you want to call it like quote, air quotes, talent, but also I'm the marketing person and I create the courses, <laughs> like literally same thing. So I'm curious what your question is or how, like what you want because we're kind of in this together. It's, it's funny because like I, I look at, I've been inspired by your journey, you know, ever since you... We're, we're let go from your architecture firm back in the day and you did this like I, the whole story, right? Like that was the Kool-Aid I drank a couple of years ago. <laughs> that was, it was great. I mean, it was, it was, maybe Kool-Aid is the wrong word for it, but you know what I mean? Like, and now I'm looking, you're still like a great role model because it's like, okay, now I've built this thing and I still want to be a part of it. Like I don't want to, I don't like have any plans to to sell my business anytime soon or it is truly something I feel, you know, a calling to, kind of for the rest of my life, but I still want to like build a team. Um, and that's a big thing for my next like five years. I think it's about like developing just an even stronger team. I still want to be a part of it, but I want my team members to even have more of a stronger voice and bring the personality to the brand and not just me all the time. And I feel like I've done a decent job at that the past couple of years, but it, it, it's still got a ways to go to do that. So, and the other thing too, is just like sustaining like a passion for, what you do. And like, and part of that too, and this is where I kind of coming back to modeling what I've seen you've been doing recently. Like I saw you started your Pokemon channel and that's like, it's a fun, probably, you know, even though that's like smaller and it's a smaller channel than your main Pat Flynn one, you probably have more fun making those videos than you do your, your Pat Flynn content sometimes. Right. I do. And, and I will say it, it is growing faster than the SPI channel right now. Um, and it's already making more money sooner than what Smart Passive Income did, partly because it's like, now I know kind of what I'm doing here, right? And I don't have to fumble anymore. And I've made the mistakes before. Let's not do that again. So it sounds like you have an itch to try something different or something new. Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, and I, and I already have. Or the equivalent of your Pokemon hobby is... For me, I, I've just been fascinated with the world of investing and finance and crypto and stuff like that. That's literally, you know, some people are into sports or hunting or fishing or Pokemon. That's my thing. Like to ask my wife, it's like literally all I think about. I'm like, I'm addicted to my investing apps and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, and, and then it's like, okay, I follow a lot of great YouTubers in the finance space and I love them. And I'm like, you know what? 
it seems like it's an already saturated space, but I think I can bring my unique voice to this. And, and there's just, I don't know. And it'd be a lot of fun. So that's what I've been doing. I started my, it's my channel is just called Jake Goslin. That's like my own, just the finance channel. And it's funny because it's built, I started in January this year. It's already got like, or now it has 1400 subscribers, which seems really slow when you have like a larger channel. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, okay, now it's actually picking up steam and like, I'm starting to see the growth curve kick in. And I mean, I just love YouTube so much and the opportunity that it has. And I'm like 200 hours away from being monetized on that channel. So <laughs> that's so close, dude. Like, congrats. When you were talking about that, you'd said one word that I want to correct. And that word was, I think I have something I could bring to this space. With the Pokemon stuff, first of all, I, I immersed myself in that space to see what was out there and what was going on. And I joined live streams. I just got so immersed in it that I was like, it was, it became so clear to me that I absolutely can bring something different, right? And that changed everything as far as the approach and why things started to speed up much faster because I know, and I'm not saying this because I'm like cocky, nobody in the Pokemon space can create videos and storytell like I can. That's my unique selling proposition in there. There are people who are way more knowledgeable than me. I don't pretend to be an expert. There are people who have way better cards than me, like way better cards. I'm not even close but I can tell stories around these things and I can showcase them in videos. And so that's what I lean into. That's why I bought and invested this crane thing that allows me to do like these drone looking shots over my desk because that's what I'm leaning into, right? And I know that you know the things that you could bring that some of the people in there can't. You have a huge advantage having like this digital sort of expertise and live streaming stuff kind of capability and, and video and the quality and the sound, like just the way your voice sounds is, is gonna be different than a lot of those other people. So I know you have it in there. You Like you need to change that story in your head from I think I can to I know I can and just lead into it. And you're not gonna be cocky about it. I, I know you just from the three conversations we've had, when you show up, chest out kind of situation, people gravitate toward that. They see that confidence and they and they know it and people have responded well on the Pokemon stuff and they will for you too. By the way, I'm into the Bitcoins and the crypto stuff too. Maybe we could chat about that off recording at some point, but that sounds fun, dude. Like what matters for me though is, okay, I gotta make sure my business is taken care of, right? That's 80% of my time is on SPI and the things I know I need to do and the team obviously has helped a lot because they're taking care of stuff that I'm not even touching anymore that is required to happen. And so you're building that out now. You've already built some of that. That's great. But there are moments with the Pokemon stuff where I'm like, I should just spend all week doing this. But I have to create those boundaries. I have to, like, Friday is my day, even though I know today's Friday. Friday is my, like, my Pokemon creator day. And so dividing that energy from, like, 80-20, literally 80-20, right? 20% of my time, one day a week to that new thing. But like I get so stoked for Friday knowing that Friday is going to be my day to get to do this thing that I'm really, really, and I get to take a break from this other thing. And then I get to do it all over again. That, that helped out a lot, at least in the beginning, as far as like, cause some people will go all in on one and then forget the other thing and then vice versa. And, and just, I'm, I'm not saying you're going to do that. Just that just came to mind. No, and I can't, you don't want to, cause it's like, I have people's salaries relying on the, the first thing too. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, it, it's, they're just a responsible thing. And, and I, I think, like I said, I do really love my, the church front, the main, the main business and just lots of more exciting things keep happening there. But I just like, I started this new thing just to, cause I still feel like after you make three to 400 videos about the same topic, you're like, okay, I kind of want to think about something else and make videos about that for a bit. So it's just, I want to say it's just affirming to see like you kind of 
already have gone this direction. It's working out for you. And like, I'm, I'm starting to feel that too. But the, the hesitancy is like, how do I not make it feel like I have like a, I'm cheating on my girlfriend or something. I mean, I don't have a girl, I have a wife, but like, it's just like that. How do you lead your team in such a way to be like, Hey, what you guys are doing is re- still very important, even though I'm excited about this new thing. And when you are excited about the thing that you're doing, you become more confident in the other thing, right? It's like the Pokemon stuff has made me become a better person at SPI and a better sort of communicator with my audience. And, you know, they relate to each other, right? And they, they, you know, I pass things back and forth and people coming from the Pokemon stuff are actually now fans of SPI and vice versa. It's just been really fun and interesting. And I think that if you are lit up, if you are jazzed, if you're stoked, it just bleeds into everything else you're doing and, and those things people can read and see. So I'm on your financial channel now. Uh, Jake uh, Goslin, just look up his name on YouTube. You'll find his channel. 27 videos only and 1. essentially 5k subscribers. That's a great rate, dude. Like it's going to continue to to exponentially grow. Just keep at it. And as I've heard most YouTubers who have done this for a while say, like, just get to your first 100 videos. Just get there and just have fun with it while you do it. You can experiment. Some are going to hit. Some are not going to hit. As you know, it's been fun to quote unquote start over. And I hope you're having fun with it too. Yeah, no, it's like, because you you learn so much and it's like, and the other thing too, is like, I've told so many people in my life, start a YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel. And like, and I'm like, okay, I get so sick of telling them to do it and they don't do it. I'm just going to do another one and and just for fun, build one from scratch. <laughs> you know, the last thing, I guess like the other thing I want just real quick was what's your quick, like your, your go-to, like in building a really strong team to take ownership of the business and, and keep innovating it and pushing things forward while while you're spending a little bit of time doing these other things like what what's your biggest like i don't know, top one or two tips about developing strong team members i don't yeah i don't know or getting just getting they're just like helping them reach their potential i think number one letting go is a part of it because i think a lot of us who are building teams we maybe spend more time micromanaging that team because we don't trust them or we don't know if they're going to do things the right way sometimes you got to let go and knowing that okay things might not be perfect but you work through those imperfections you work through that dissonance to then have resolution after this music terms for you um but i think that it's important to allow a person to have some freedom to make mistakes but also have them understand why that position they're in is like what they're responsible for. What's been really neat is giving more of our team members an idea of, well, who is it that we're serving? Like, let's actually share some of these stories from within the community and the impact that we're all together making. And they see the reasons now why they we're all on the same page, right? And that that's, that's big. If you consider companies like Tesla, Everybody knows the reason Tesla exists is to accelerate the world's transition to more sustainable energy. And that's like anybody who works there knows that that's what they're a part of. And especially working with Elon, which is hard, they do it anyway because there's a bigger mission and they'll step up to support that mission. So as so long as everybody on the team knows why they're doing it and what this is for, then you can let go and believe that they're going to do it. On that, there's a tactic that I love called the commander's intent. Instead of giving a person, okay, here are the five things I need you to do, you give them the intent. Here's the end result that I want you to get. And here are ways that other people have done it. You can find out a way that might work even better and become more efficient. And as you said, refined, right, and optimized. And when you empower your team to find optimization moments, you find that they start to take even more ownership on those things. And that's been really neat because then they'll be able to save time. And that if you recognize it and every good leader should recognize the great work that their team is doing, they'll feel even more just committed to what 
the mission is and their role in it. And then giving some of your team even some time to play. I know that ConvertKit, which is a company I advise in the email marketing space, they have something called the Mandatory Fund Day. They have a mandatory fun day where every single person who works for the company, and I don't know if it's once a month or, or what the cadence is, but they're not allowed to work. Like they're not allowed to sign on to Slack. They have to go do something fun that relates to like a hobby or something that they enjoy. And I like that kind of team culture is really, really cool. And it gets people to root for the company and work even harder for the company later. And then of course, just always like not tapping out. I've seen a lot of CEOs who then build a nice team who end up disappearing in a way and kind of going like, okay, you guys got it. I'm going to be over here and do this other thing. You know, you still have to show up and, and create space for that, whether that's like a weekly retro meeting or something where people can come to you or office hours for just your team only to come to you if they have something to say. The other big component of this is I have Matt. Matt is my chief operating officer, co-CEO. He's like, if there's a, a, a team specific thing, you know, that he's on the front lines of that and takes care of it before it comes up to me. So that's his responsibility and I pay him well for that and, and he deserves it. He owns a share of SPI now and he's now stepping up and feels like it's partly his company too because he now not just owns a share of it because he's responsible for those things too. Who do you talk to to learn how to structure employee ownership? Like that's, I mean, that could be a whole other conversation. But. Yeah, geez. Uh, we should talk with Matt or get Matt on a podcast to talk about that because that's his specialty. It's it's team and, and structure and stuff. There's got to be other people out there. I think Patrick Lencioni, who wrote the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, would be a great place to go. I know he has like a huge consultation and, and company that can help if you wanted to, for example, work with them. But we had him on the podcast Great, great work with, you know, building team and making the team sort of rise up. Uh, so maybe that book would be a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That's so helpful. Man, we're getting deep today, Jake. <laughs> I'm glad we're recording this so I can listen back to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. And, and yeah. you just scared me. Yes, it is recording and we'll play it. And obviously everybody listening to it already has it. So Jake, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on the success. Future advanced congratulations on where you're going from here. I'd love to bring you back on for a fourth time and we'll just create this nice little like docu-series of Jake and, and what you're up to. And we'll see the YouTube channel at like 10K subs. And it's just going to be awesome, man. So we'll, we'll connect again. I'll try to get the second one to 100K before we talk again. That'll be a personal challenge to myself. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate you so much, Pat. Thanks for having me on. Man. Appreciate you too, Jake. Peace, man. Wow, I hope you enjoyed that catch up with Jake. That was a really, really fun conversation. I mean, all these Where Are They Now episodes are super fun, but Jake especially because we've had him on the show a couple times before just to kind of see the journey and this kind of getting in his head to understand the decisions that he's making. The high ticket stuff is just going incredibly well. And now he's like, okay, well, that's going. I don't want to leave that behind. I don't want to leave, but I also want to try something new. And we discussed a lot, as you, as you just heard, how are we going to make sure we manage that appropriately? And I'm so glad that I was able to sort of track with them because I'm doing the same thing and, and still managing the businesses that I have to and doing all, also the things that I want to. I, I love everything I do. And of course, we as entrepreneurs, especially just uh, all of us, you included, the listener, uh, we all have those itches that we want to scratch, right? And so managing that, creating boundaries around that, putting lanes in that we could still stay in so we're not getting too far off track is really, really important. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and this month's of episodes with Where Are They Now's. Last week was with Mark and we had Rose Griffin and Joaquin back. Make sure to go back and listen to the last few episodes because, wow, they've been absolutely amazing. So what's coming in December? Well, you're gonna have to subscribe to find out because maybe we'll do some more, especially leading into episode 1200, which is gonna happen mid-month in December. My birthday is coming up soon, which is pretty insane. 39 
almost the big 4-0. So feeling young, feeling good, feeling excited, and that's largely in due to you and your support and your feedback and your reviews. They make me happy, they give me energy, and I appreciate you for that, and that energy goes right back into you. So thank you so much for an amazing month here. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do because we do have a lot of great episodes coming up. And if you wanna potentially get asked, questions by me and get coached by me, head on over to askpat.com and I'd be happy to read your application and see if we can make it happen. So good luck. Thank you. I appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you who celebrate and I'm very grateful and thankful for you. And I look forward to serving you continually here on the show and with Smart Passive Income and Make sure to check out SPI Pro if you're an entrepreneur and you wanna connect and network with other people. This isn't a place just to absorb more content. In fact, that's the last thing people want. We want connection and accountability and support and just finding other people like us. If you wanna check out SPI Pro, we likely have an enrollment period coming up soon. You could check out when the next enrollment period is, but you have to apply. Smartpassiveincome.com slash pro is where you can go to check that out and see if you qualify. And we'd love to have you in there. We have so many amazing entrepreneurs all supporting each other, and it's gonna be a lot of fun, especially in the future. So make sure to get in now, smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. Thank you, I appreciate you, and until next week, next month, the final month of a crazy 2021, keep rocking it, take care, peace out, and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.